Welcome to On Arrival, the Travelers Podcast. We're your hosts, KT and Jordan. Throughout our 20s, we've lived and traveled all around the world and fell in love with exploring new cultures. Here at On Arrival, we interview some of the world's most eccentric travelers to hear their original and authentic stories. We hope this show inspires you to take your next trip. And that when you land, you have a game plan. On Arrival. Welcome back to On Arrival. Today we decided to switch things up and help you navigate the current state of travel. If you're like us, you're ready to get up and go. We're here to give you some valuable insight into travel trends and possibilities for your next trip. As the world continues to battle the COVID-19 pandemic, summer travel plans can be a bit tricky to navigate. The good news is we've done the work for you and laid the groundwork for your next getaway. Pay attention. Today's episode can save you hours of research and preparation. This is the June 2021 Travel Check-In. Let's get started. All right, so if you've been paying any attention, you've noticed all these announcements about this opening and that opening, and basically the world is opening for tourists. And we believe here that it's partly because people are ready to get out and move. It's partly because people need those tourism dollars. And it's a little because the world's getting a little bit safer with more vaccinations, but it's probably more the first two. So as we were researching and looking through information to prepare for today's episode, we came across, you know, more than half the world has opened to tourists from the United States and nearly all of them have COVID precautions in place, either pre-testing or proof of vaccination. What I found was interesting was kind of at the same time as all this was happening, the CDC has announced that a hundred something countries have been downgraded from level four travel advisories to level three. And when you read that at first, you go, wow, the world's getting safer. Things are improving. But when you read the actual article, it says that the CDC says that the threshold for reaching level four has gone up by a factor of five. So now instead of it requiring 100 cases per 100,000 to be a level four, it's 500 cases. So, yeah. So the restrictions have just gotten a little softer. Softer. Yeah. Maybe it's because more people are vaccinated. I don't know. It just seems kind of shady. (laughs) A little bit, yeah. But um, they said that their criteria has changed because the outbreaks are better controlled. Yeah, I think it's definitely the vaccine. Yeah, that definitely helps. And, you know, we're vaccinated. We're excited to go travel. It's something to consider in your plans. Yeah. So something that Jordan just said was nearly all countries have precautions in place. Well, I'm here to tell you that there are five countries in the world. Six now. Oh, wow. As of today. What was the sixth one? Oh, Turks and Caicos. There you go. Uh, So there's six countries in the world with open borders. That means no restrictions, no vaccine, no quarantine, no tests required, no documentation needed. Basically, like you could have COVID and go there if you can get a direct flight. Um, they may not let you board your flight if you have COVID temperature checks yeah, and all that. But don't do that no matter what. But the six countries are Mexico, Dominican Republic, Turks and Caicos, Costa Rica, Albania, and the Maldives. 
So you can go there and there's open borders, no restrictions. Yes. And keep in mind, there are no restrictions when you get there. But if you are an American citizen, for example, there are restrictions for coming back home. So, And your hotel or your resort might require that you get a COVID test upon arrival. Right. Something like that. It's it's a crazy landscape, seriously. But to come back to America, you do need a COVID test before you come back. You know, proof of a negative COVID test. So just keep that in mind. Um, Another note is that CDC travel recommendations are different for those who are fully vaccinated versus those who aren't. And they, they do say that even if you're vaccinated, you're still at risk for getting the virus and spreading the virus. So they suggest or they advise in addition to your mandatory test to board your flight, they also advise getting tested when you return home. But they say you don't need to quarantine unless you receive a positive. Unvaccinated travelers, though, they say that you need to pretest and it's mandatory to get a test on your when you return and that you should also self-quarantine when you return if you are not vaccinated. So that is the difference, I guess. They don't really check. No. You know, I'm here to kind of break the news. I've done it. You know, we came home from Russia and they didn't they didn't care. But, you know, it is what it is. You'll get I think you get a text message. Mm-hmm. But I know there are like some states that do care. Like New York is more strict on yeah, that's true. things like that. So you got to be be careful. Yeah, everything is different. You got, every situation is different. So as you plan your trip, make sure you are aware of all the nuances of your situation. Most countries open to travel right now will require a COVID test. So that's the large majority are going right. to require like a PCR test. Right. And some will accept the antigen test, which is like that rapid test right. that's not as reliable. So we wanted to break down those for you because it can be confusing. Yeah. Basically, an antigen test is a rapid test. Yes, but it's less accurate. Less accurate. They, they There's normally, more false negatives because it's less sensitive than the PCR is the word. Right. And they normally don't like swab your nose as deep and things like that. I've never had an antigen test, so I don't know. Okay, I, I haven't either, but I've seen someone get one. Okay. Um, and then PCR test is the most accurate. That's really <laughs> when they really go up That's there. That's the nose swab in your brain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the last one is an antibody test. Um, that's to prove that you have immunity. Like I've had the virus and now I have antibodies. Or I've antibodies. had the vaccine, yeah. Right, or the vaccine, exactly. But that's a way to prove that you've gotten over the virus. They, they use that to prove that people had passed the virus before the vaccine. And now it's kind of proves your immunity. Mm-hmm. And some countries may require that you show proof of vaccination and others still may accept proof that you have recovered from the virus. You will need official medical documentation for both of those. Yeah, either either way, you're going to need some type of documentation for the countries that require it. So be prepared. Mm-hmm. And this might be in place of a negative test, but for some countries, a negative test may not be enough. And they may only let you come in if you are fully vaccinated. Please note that many countries only accept certain vaccinations. For example, we saw that Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, and AstraZeneca were most commonly accepted, and many countries won't accept the Chinese or Russian vaccines. Yeah, so like Europe, for example, the EU is opening big buzz to vaccinated tourists. They're only accepting those four vaccines in mm-hmm. the EU, so just keep that in mind. Many countries will also require 
and insurance policy to cover the cost of your medical care in that country should you get sick. That varies based on country. Some require it, some don't, and the levels of of coverage also varies based on the country. So that's something you need to be aware of and be conscious of. So again, whenever you're planning your trip, be sure you look into that. Look into what's necessary for whichever country you're going to. There are a large number of countries that are allowing visitors but will require quarantine. These quarantines vary. And I've seen everything from a day, three days, you know, two weeks, 15 days, sometimes even a month. So it, it definitely depends. But we decided in this episode to focus on destinations that do not require quarantine. So we're going to give you some helpful insight into some of the countries you can go to that won't require you to quarantine. Yeah. And we've done our best to gather the most accurate and up-to-date information But please understand the policies change rapidly and constantly. So we do not guarantee the accuracy of all the information in this episode. This is a fine print here. Please double check the requirements for your destination before booking or arriving. Right. And as we've seen, even just today, like that sixth country was added with no with no restrictions. So it does change like every day, every hour is different. Okay, now that. All of that is out of the way. Let's get to the fun part. Where can we go? We've broken down this part by region. There are over 100 countries now that people can travel to. So we did our best to highlight where Americans can visit without having to quarantine again. Each country is different. So if one of these destinations stands out to you, take a minute to look at all the specific requirements that apply. We'll be sure to share some resources for you in the show notes. Okay, we're going to go region by region here. Let's start with North America and specifically the United States. Good U.S. of A. So of the 50 states, the vast majority are completely open to Americans for exploration. There are only seven that are not 100% open yet. According to the New York Times, Washington and California plan to open in June. Michigan plans to open in July. New Mexico and Oregon have reopening criteria set, but no exact date. For example, Oregon's governor announced that the state will fully reopen once 70% of the residents, 18 and older, have received at least one dose of the vaccine. And currently, they are at about 67%. I know everyone is curious about Hawaii. (laughs) Everyone loves Hawaii. We definitely love Hawaii. Yes, we do. Hawaii is not yet 100% open. However, if you are vaccinated, you can travel there without pre-testing or quarantining. Hawaii says once the state has achieved a 70% vaccination rate, all travel restrictions will be terminated. And Puerto Rico does not currently have a reopening date set. And just to revisit, like pre-testing, I don't know if we glossed over that, but it just means that you have to show a negative coronavirus PCR test before you go. Most times it's a PCR test. Some accept the antigen test as we talked about, which is less accurate. I think we talked about Hawaii and it has a unique situation, right? In that if you are vaccinated, you don't need a test and you don't need to quarantine. But if you're not vaccinated, you need a test, but you don't need to quarantine. And then last but not least, If you don't do either one of those, you have to quarantine for 15 days. So it's one of those three, vaccine, test, or quarantine. Yeah, and that's why it's so important to really look into this and do your research. 
I'm thinking about a recent trip when I was going to Russia and I had a layover in Germany and I know there was someone like right before me that was like, well, I'm going to Russia. Like, um, I don't, I'm not stopping in Germany. I didn't think I needed a test for this like span of the flight. And they were like, oh, you have to have a negative PCR to get on the flight. And so it can cause problems. So make sure yeah. you know what's required and double check, triple check, call the yeah. airline, etc. Good rule of thumb that I've found to be useful when traveling during COVID, which I've done a lot of, is always have a, a, a PCR test with you. Like whenever you go to the airport, mm-hmm. like have one. Yeah. It's always a good idea. So Jordan touched on this earlier. From personal experience, we can comment on this. We were coming back from Russia to the US. I did this a few times. And it is required that you do have a negative PCR test to return. All passengers over age two wanting to board a flight into the United States from abroad must produce a negative viral test for the coronavirus taken in the previous three days. This means that you will need to coordinate with your lodging on how to get your COVID test before you return. Yes, yes, exactly. Moving on. Canada, closed. Can't go. Moving on. <laughs> Canadians, man. They are <laughs> They're taking down. it serious. I, I'm a little disappointed. I appreciate it. We didn't want to visit some some Canada yeah. lately. Yeah, I've been dying for some Canada. Some Canada, baby. <laughs> where, where did we want to go? Vancouver? Montreal. Montreal, both. Yeah. Yes. Mexico. They were one of those six countries in the world with open borders. So you can head there at any time. I'm sure all your friends, you've seen the Instagram photos. Everyone's there. My suge- Since it started. Yeah. I don't think they ever closed. <laughs> So my suggestions for North America, we thought it'd be kind of nice to give you some suggestions in each of the regions that we cover. So for North America, personally, I would suggest Hawaii. However, it can be expensive. So if you're interested in a more affordable beach vacation, go to Mexico. Yeah, you got Cancun, Playa del Carmen, Cozumel, Tulum, Puerto Vallarta. They're all right there. Yeah. Another great suggestion is going to visit a national park. Think Yosemite, Grand Canyon, Yellowstone. Those are all great options. Yeah, road trip. Mm-hmm. Fun. Let's move on to the next region. So we'll move to Central America and the Caribbean. They are both largely open and bookings are going way up in this region. Americans are starting to venture. They, you know, first last year it was like, you know, vacation close to home. Everybody was driving an hour away and then it was like, you know, Miami and South Carolina and things like that. Now people are starting to book the Caribbean. So countries that don't require quarantine, you got Antigua and, and Barbuda, Aruba, the Bahamas, Barbados, Belize, British Virgin Islands, Costa Rica, Dominican Republic, El Salvador, Grenada, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua, Panama, St. Kitts and Nevis, and Turks and Caicos. Sorry, that's a long list. There's a couple that are longer. Again, widely open, great beach vacations. Don't so, require quarantine. They don't require quarantine. They might have different restrictions as far as testing goes. So pay attention to that. Look up your preferred destination. But some of the destinations that we would suggest is Aruba, Belize, the Bahamas, and Costa Rica. It's hard to choose. All these Caribbean islands are now open, and they're not the same, but it's kind of whatever you're looking for. So it's hard to kind of choose between the islands. But as far as, you know, away from the islands, I definitely suggest like Belize and Costa Rica. Costa Rica is one of those six countries, too, that has no requirements. So zero. Moving on to the region of South America, countries that don't require quarantine. 
We have Brazil, Colombia, Ecuador, and Peru. There is a caveat to Peru, however. If you've traveled through Europe or South Africa in the last 14 days, you are not permitted to visit Peru. And that's because of recent increases in strains in different regions. So that's something to be aware of. There aren't many countries open in South America right now, but if I was going to South America, I'd be interested in seeing Peru and Colombia. But that's me. Yeah, what me do you too. Think? Yeah. Let's look into it. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to let the European tell you about Europe. Go ahead, Jordan. Uh, this one gets a little crazy. So, man, Europe. Okay. The countries that are open to Americans right now. Within the European Union, you have Croatia, Cyprus, England. Oh, England's not European Union anymore. France, Greece, Iceland, Malta, Slovenia, and Spain. But then you also have Albania, Bosnia and Herzegovina, Montenegro, Serbia, and Turkey. Um, I know that's quite a list. Now, there's more countries set to open as well on July 1st. Europe is largely open. So there are currently... Nine countries on on the European Union's white list where you can go there with no tests or anything. And those are Australia, Israel, Japan, New Zealand, Rwanda, Singapore, South Korea, Thailand, and China. Okay, sorry. But if you're coming from one of those countries, you don't need anything to enter the European Union. However, if you are not from one of those nine countries that I just listed, you will likely need at least a PCR test and a good portion of Europe is also requiring vaccination proof. And as we mentioned earlier, they accept four types of vaccines, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, and Pfizer. They are adopting a new system in Europe. It's a digital certificate. It's like a, a QR code to prove that you're vaccinated. And it's mainly for European citizens. Now there's talks if your Americans will be able to get it or not. We're yet to see that. So be prepared to travel with your vaccination card to Europe because most countries are actually going to require that. Like France and Spain, for example, are opening, but you have to be vaccinated. So I'm not sure where to start when it comes to visit Europe, like where to go this summer. But if I had to pick one, I would suggest France and Spain are always great choices. They are classic, classic choices, right? But there might be also a flood to those countries. So if you're looking for something more off the beaten path, you can check out some of those Balkan countries that I like, Slovenia and Croatia. And they're really close. So you can, I don't know about crossing borders, but you could even drive. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can cross that border. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you could pop up to Ljubljana, Lake Bled, go to Croatian Islands. You know, you could have a really nice trip over there. That would be fun, especially even, in the summer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I just want to take this time to mention that I still have not been to Spain. Moving on. <laughs> Let's move on to the region of the Middle East. So here are the countries without quarantine. We have Armenia, Georgia, Jordan, and the UAE. When it comes to the Middle East, I would suggest visiting the UAE or Jordan. Have I ever been there personally? No, but I would love to go. And Jordan is actually the safest country in the Middle East. And Petra, Jordan, is one of the seven wonders of the world. And I know all of you have seen this photo on Instagram. It kind of looks like a library, but it's not. Yeah, it's like a maybe a temple or something in mm -hmm. the, the side of like a cliff. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, very Instagrammable and beautiful. And it's a seven wonder of the world. So you want to you wanna check yeah, it out. Yeah, not to overlook the UAE either. You got Dubai, Abu Dhabi, very, 
you know, lavish kind of vacations if you're interested in that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Georgia too. We've had two people tell us about Georgia in, in the last few weeks. People love Georgia. It is the birthplace of wine. And Fun the fact. people are so, said to be some of the best, like most welcoming people. Most hospitable, really, really proud. Yes. It comes very, very highly recommended to us, Georgia, as well. So you may want to look into that, too. Mm-hmm. Moving on to Africa. This was also a pretty complicated one. Africa, however, is having a bit of a moment as far as travel goes. It's a great place for safaris and other once in a lifetime outdoor adventures that normally might be out of reach for people. And right now you could probably find some pretty solid deals on those kind of adventures in this climate. But be sure (laughs) to look into the COVID situation of your desired destination beforehand, because cases are on the upward trend in 14 countries. Now there are over 50 countries in Africa, but 14 have upward trends in the past week, especially with this new beta variant we don't purport ourselves to be scientists. Nope. But it is thought to potentially be more contagious and more deadly than the previous strains of COVID-19. They're seeing a big outbreak in South Africa. And it's one of the reasons South Africa is on countries' list of you're not allowed to come here from South Africa. So just look into your situation where you're, inter- where you're interested in going. South Africa, interestingly enough, was one of those countries on the level four list that got bumped down to level three when they changed its criteria. Mm -hmm. So just of note. So the countries without quarantine in Africa are Egypt, Ethiopia, Liberia, Ghana, Kenya, Morocco. Morocco has two lists, a list A, which includes the USA, and a list B, which has to quarantine. Now, list A does not have to quarantine. So if you're coming from USA, United States, you don't have to quarantine. Next is Rwanda. Senegal, Seychelles, Sierra Leone, Somalia, Tanzania, Tunisia, Uganda, and Zambia. Now, me personally, I suggest Rwanda and Uganda more for safety than other things. Um, I've heard some really great things we did, especially we did an interview this week about Rwanda. You guys will hear it soon. Most of the other countries either have restrictions, quarantines, or high advisory levels with the CDC. Now, if you don't care so much for the advisory levels or what the CDC has to say, and you are looking for something more remote like a safari, then Kenya, Tanzania, and Zambia are are also great options. I would still avoid South Africa if it were me, though. Right. And these are just our personal opinions. Exactly. Enter at your own risk. Yes. Moving on to the region of Asia Pacific. The countries without quarantine are Cambodia, the Maldives, Sri Lanka, and Uzbekistan. Yeah, most of Southeast Asia is pretty still shut down. And mm-hmm. they're actually dealing with their own kind of outbreaks now. Yeah, they're, they're cautious, for Any, sure. We're, we're kind of screwed in a way because we, we want to go to Asia bad, but you can't go anywhere. No, not right now. And then as far as like Australia and New Zealand go, they're basically closed. There are some exceptions to the rule, like exceptions for partners. Yeah. Dependents, critical workers. Extreme. Yeah. But they are taking COVID very seriously. So they are still closed. Hopefully reopening. I read somewhere that they're suggesting 2022. They thought yeah, it would be sometime. Australia. Yeah, for Australia sometime in 2021. But now they're thinking people will be able to visit by 2022. Yeah. So that whole Asia Pacific region, travel plans in the near future, probably not, not, not likely. 
probably not likely. Right. Personally, I have a special place in my heart for the Maldives. So without a doubt, that's where I would suggest you go. However, it is one of those countries where there's no protocol in place. So it might be a little riskier since, you know, a lot of people might be going that aren't, you know, being tested, etc. Yeah. It's one of those six that is free for all. So just keep that in mind. And uh, that's a wrap for now on Mm -hmm. the rundown. Your head is probably spinning after all that. It's definitely a lot to take in. Hopefully you feel more informed and more confident to start planning your summer getaway. We've listed some of our favorite resources in the show notes. Do not worry. These tools should make it possible to track down all the information you need to make informed decisions about your upcoming travel. There's some really good stuff in there. Yeah, and if you have any questions or need help planning your next trip, don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can visit us online at onarrival.com slash contact to get in touch. And we would love to hear from you. Until next time. Ciao. Thanks for listening to another episode of On Arrival. We've had so much fun recording these episodes and sharing them with you every week. If you like this episode, share it with somebody. And don't forget to subscribe to our show, On Arrival Podcast, on all podcast platforms. We would really appreciate it if you would write us a positive review wherever you choose to listen. And look for us on social media at On Arrival Travel on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you're looking for more episodes, you can always head over to onarrival.com.